Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Outbound 95, right around Dale Boulevard, traffic getting by in the right lane in the work zone. Two left lanes are blocked. Then as you make your way past the Occoquan, heading up to Lorton Road, it's only the right lane that is blocked in Prince William County, southbound 123. Just south of 95, the surveying operations causing mobile closures of the left shoulder, left lane, and the entrance ramp. In Arlington, the water main break, this is affecting South East Street, both northbound and southbound at 15th Street South. That intersection is closed, and it's expected to be closed throughout the rush hour this morning. On the Beltway in Maryland, you still have the work zone going on near Pennsylvania Avenue. This right blocks the right lane. However, the broken water main southbound one in Prince George's County, that's Baltimore Avenue, just south of the Beltway over by Lackawanna Street has been cleared. The right lane now open, no lingering delays. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Higher and higher temperatures coming our way this week. Just got to deal with this cold morning. Temperatures in the 20s out there. Our mornings will not be nearly as cold for the rest of the week and even for the upcoming weekend. Now, there are some scattered clouds currently around the area, but no rain. Later today, our skies will turn mostly cloudy and there is a chance for an isolated shower. Temperatures will be rising into the lower and upper 40s. Better chance for scattered showers on Wednesday. you got areas of rain for Thursday and even Friday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, you are waking up to 30 degrees in Georgetown, 27 Bowie, 25 Leesburg. We're 26 and holding in our nation's capital. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Had a good Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up. Montgomery County School Superintendent says she's staying put. The Board of Education is saying very little. I'm Kate Ryan. A teenager dead, another injured in a shooting locally near the Deanwood Metro Station Northeast. A man who fled the country after murdering his wife in Fairfax County more than 30 years ago is arrested. I'm Valerie Bonk. On Wall Street, stocks higher across the board, kicking off your business week on Monday. Asian stocks mainly higher this morning. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. We're just hours away from the beginning of voting in the first in the nation primary. Voters here in New Hampshire. And I think Trump, he wants to be king. Really tell you how they feel. The real Trump, I think, is a very good, decent, honorable. That surprises some because I was hearing about his many marriages. But my reason for supporting Trump is that what he did before, what he can do. But Jim is all in for Nikki Haley. We need a candidate, a president who is policy focused. Matt Piper, CBS News, Manchester, New Hampshire. Some voters have already cast their ballots in the town of Dixville Notch. All six votes went to Nikki Haley. The search has come to an end for a man police say shot and killed a total of eight people in suburban Chicago over the past few days. 23-year-old Romeo Nance was found in a small town southwest of San Antonio, Texas, where police say he shot and killed himself. Joliet, Illinois, police say Nance was the subject of a search after one person was found dead in an apartment complex on Sunday in that city, some 40 miles southwest of Chicago. Joliet Police Chief Bill Evans says on Monday, in two homes on the same street... A total of seven people were found shot to death 
in these two locations. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News, Chicago. The Supreme Court has decided that while the legal fight makes its way through the appeals process, federal border patrol agents can cut the razor wire that Texas agents had installed on the Mexico border. More on that from CBS's Camilo Montoya-Galvez. This is in no way an end to this legal fight between the administration and Texas over this specific issue of the razor wire. This will suspend a lower court ruling, but an appeals court in New Orleans is still reviewing this case and could very well side with Texas in another decision that we could get any day now. Tens of thousands of customers are still under a boil water advisory in Memphis. Doug McGowan oversees the city's water system. We can send those results to the Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation so that we can lift that boil water advisory, which I anticipate will happen into next week. A CBS News crew almost became casualties of the war in Gaza, says CBS's Charlie Daggett. CBS News producer Marwan Al Ghul almost became a victim of that war while he and his team were filming in southern Gaza. Narrowly escaping injury in an explosion just a few feet away that killed a passing cyclist. Almost 30,000 professors, librarians, coaches, and other employees of the California State University system have walked off the job. They say they won't return for another week. They want higher pay, among other things. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. WTOP at 404. Good Tuesday morning, January 23rd, 2024. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, glad you're with us. Mostly cloudy this Tuesday. Late day isolated shower possible, says Veronica. 40s for the high. We're at 27 now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane, but thank you for taking us along for your 4 a.m. hour ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we roll into this Tuesday morning together. Monifa McKnight, the local Montgomery County School Superintendent, goes public this week with a statement saying members of the Board of Education had made clear they'd like her to step away from her job. But she says this morning she's not going anywhere. So is she, this hour, still the leader of Maryland's largest school district or not? After Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight released a statement saying there was no justification for the school board to seek her removal and that she regarded the attempt as a violation of her contract Given evaluations that showed she met expectations, the school board released a statement of its own. After its closed-door meeting late Monday, the board wrote that as a personnel matter, quote, we as her employer will not be providing further comment at this time. School leadership has been under a microscope after a principal accused of sexual harassment and bullying was promoted. A county inspector general's report found that principal, Joel Beidelman, violated the school system's policies. A second investigation from the IG on how the school system handled the case is expected soon. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP News Time 405. One teenager is dead locally, another hurt in a shooting incident in northeast D.C. near the Deanwood Metro Station. It happened yesterday, Monday, around 3.30 in the afternoon on Minnesota Avenue. D.C. police say the teens were driving a stolen car. A stolen Kia automobile it was taken earlier today out of Prince George's County. Um, while traveling northbound in Minnesota, uh, another vehicle, the suspect vehicle, pulled up alongside them and opened fire. D.C. Police Department Assistant Chief Ramey Kyle this morning According to police, three men ran away from the scene. They were all wearing black at the time and last seen headed toward Mead Street. Police have been searching this overnight early morning for a light-colored Acura sedan that was involved in the shooting incident. 
WTOP at 406. After fleeing the U.S. more than 30 years ago, three decades, a man accused of murdering his estranged wife in Virginia has been arrested. He avoided accountability. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis said Jose Cruz was the prime suspect in his wife Anna Gerardo's murder. But immediately after, police say he stabbed his wife to death in Falls Church. He fled to Costa Rica. We've never forgotten the family. Uh, we've never forgotten the seriousness of this senseless crime. In 1991, detectives had a felony murder warrant for his arrest. Then eight years later, Fairfax County detectives traveled to El Salvador to find Cruz and find more information about his whereabouts, but didn't find him. About two years ago, the Department of Justice reached out to the Fairfax County police and said that Cruz had been captured while crossing from Nicaragua to Costa Rica. Cruz was surrendered to the U.S. Marshals Service on Thursday and extradited to the U.S. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. A new entertainment district with a casino, conference center, hotel, all could be built locally in Fairfax County, part of legislation recently introduced before Virginia's General Assembly. We're losing $150 million a year going across the river to MGM. That's one of the reasons State Senator Dave Marsden is hoping to bring a casino and conference center to Tyson's. And we strategically located it just on the west side of Route 7, close to the uh, Spring Hill Metro and close to the Dulles Access Road. Marsden recently filed a bill to start the process. This would be a spectacular source of revenue for the both the Commonwealth and Fairfax County. He launched a similar plan last year, but withdrew it. Marsden suspects some people will have an issue with the image of gambling and not everyone is on board. The McLean Citizens Association, for one, says it's concerned about the plan. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. If the General Assembly does approve the bill, it would go to a ballot referendum. Good Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Welcome in this early morning to WTLP, where the time now is 4.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Having a weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ken Berger at the WTLP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Sorry about that. We have uh, this time of the morning what works on start to end, including at the Bay Bridge. The eastbound span has been reopened. However, on the westbound span, that far right lane remains the only open lane as you make your way between Kent Island heading back to Sandy Point. The two left lanes remain blocked. So you've got two lanes eastbound, one lane westbound. But of course, in the next little while, you see those lanes on the westbound span to begin to reopen. Meanwhile, the Capitol Beltway in Virginia, multiple work zones have been ended. So you're looking at Pretty much a decent ride now with all lanes open between the Legion Bridge past 66 all the way to the Wilson Bridge and multiple work zones affecting either side of 66. Outside the Beltway heading into Centerville, most of those work zones have been reopened. However, still dealing with a couple of work zones uh, going on on the inside or inside the Beltway on 66, including one lane being closed because of the bridge work. This is after the Roosevelt Bridge heading over to the Roslyn Tunnel, but no work zones currently on 395 between Springfield and the Pentagon, the work zone on southbound 95 down in Spotsylvania County near US-1. That has been cleared. However, the work zone continues on northbound 95, where only the right lane getting by with the two left lanes blocked. And also, uh, as you make the approach to Lorton Road, the right lane is closed. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Morning temperatures in the 20s, afternoon temperatures in the 40s. We are going to be thawing out over the next couple of days with temperatures rising, and that does include our morning temperatures. Later today, we'll turn mostly cloudy. There's a chance of an isolated shower come the afternoon and evening hours, as well as overnight. And first thing Wednesday, enough moisture around the area with even some fog could give us some freezing fog or drizzle in an isolated location or two. 
Temperatures on Wednesday will rise to about 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 23 degrees, Rockville. You're waking up to 26 in Ashburn, 29, Fort Washington, 4 a.m. hour. Tuesday morning, January 23rd, we're back up to 30 in our nation's capital. Where the time now on WTOP is 410. We're brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, pavers, decks, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410, where we bring you money news on TOP at 10 and 40 past the hour. Jeff Claybaugh with us now. Macy's has rejected a $5.8 billion takeover offer by private investors days after cutting more than 2,000 jobs. United Airlines says it'll lose money this quarter, partly from grounded 737 MAX jets and partly from higher labor costs. Jose Andres has doubled the recent donation to D.C. Central Kitchen to $1 million, funds it'll use for its Healthy Corners food program. The Dow closed about 38000 for the first time ever Monday at a record of 138 points. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asian stocks finished mainly higher, with the exception of the Nikkei, down by 30 points this morning. Elsewhere, Cosby is up by almost 15. The Hang Seng is up 393. The Shanghai is up 15. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP, where the time is 411. Welcome in. My name is Estella, and I live in Northern Virginia. I am a family of four As a college student, and I work full-time, it is difficult. When food is running low and you have three small mouths to feed, it's scary. Having food for my family was critical for my success in school. I hope to provide for my kids and just watch them flourish. One in three of our DMV neighbors faces hunger. Hear their stories at hungerishere.org. Brought to you by the Capital Area Food Bank. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you free lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. Lead, law enforcement against drugs and violence is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD, sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. Good Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Welcome in. If you're just joining us this early 4 a.m. hour, glad you're with us. We are looking at a mostly cloudy day today, isolated late-day shower possible, according to Veronica, with highs holding in the 40s. We're at 30 straight up in Washington right now. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Glad you're with us at 413 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Let's talk politics on WTOP Tuesday morning, campaign 2024. We are less than 24 hours away now from the New Hampshire primary. Republican presidential hopeful Nikki Haley is looking to pull off an upset on Tuesday against former President Donald J. Trump, who continues to lead in the polls this morning. It's now a one-on-one contest as we go into New Hampshire with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis dropping out of the race over this past weekend. This morning, Julia Manchester, national politics reporter for The Hill, joins our Dimitri Sotis from New Hampshire. 
with the latest on how the Haley camp is prepping for this primary. For Nikki Haley and her supporters, look, they are saying they're optimistic. Uh, this afternoon, her campaign told us and a number of other media outlets that they have raised $500,000 since Florida Governor Ron DeSantis dropped out of the race yesterday. So that's within a 24-hour period. Now, talking to her allies, they have this logic of, look, uh, if DeSantis dropped out, um, his supporters were looking for a Trump alternative, and Haley is the only Trump alternative left in the race. But the problem with that logic or that strategy, if you will, is that a lot of polling shows that a lot of DeSantis supporters, their second choice was Trump, not Haley. So we're seeing that the Haley campaign does have some optimism. You know, they announced a few days ago that they're launching a $4 million uh, ad buy in South Carolina, which is going to start up the day after the New Hampshire primary tomorrow. Um, But at the same time, I think there is some tempered expectations. President Trump is leading. The Hill Decision Desk HQ average shows Trump leading by an average of 11 points. So it's going to be a tough uphill climb for her. It does sound like because of the big ad buy, the infusion of cash here since DeSantis dropped out, uh, Nikki Haley may try to stay alive regardless of the outcome in New Hampshire. Like, let's say she's really clobbered uh, tomorrow night. She She may still hang around for a bit. Absolutely. It sort of reminds me of 2016 when you had other candidates like Florida Senator Marco Rubio, for example, who noticed, who very notably stayed around through New Hampshire and he ended up losing his home state of Florida, um, you know, regrettably. So it's a question that if Haley is going to take that risk. And we have to remember too, there's a 30, 32-day time period between New Hampshire and South Carolina, and a lot can happen then. Haley could make up a lot of ground, or Trump could continue to solidify his lead in South Carolina. But even though Haley was a popular governor, it's an, in it's her home state, Trump is leading by quite a bit in South Carolina. So it's, you know, a challenge for her. That's Julia Manchester, national politics reporter for The Hill on WTOP with our Dimitri Sokin. Quick look at the top stories Tuesday morning we're following this early hour on WTOP. Locally, Montgomery County School Superintendent says this morning the school board warns her out. WTOP is investigating. The suspected gunman accused in the killing of eight people over a two-day period in suburban Chicago is dead. And one of two Navy SEALs lost in a military operation off the coast of Somalia identified as 37-year-old Christopher Chambers locally of Maryland, the other SEAL who lost his life as identified this morning as 27-year-old Nathan Gage Ingram. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. This is McGruff the Crime Dog, and I need you to help me take a bite out of crime. Counterfeit products are popping up everywhere. If you think buying them is harmless, think again. Counterfeits are usually made with hazardous and even lethal ingredients that could harm you and others. And the money you paid, it goes right into the hands of criminals. Remember, if you don't know where the products came from, how could you know where the money goes? You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at McGruffPSA.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council. Coming up this 4 a.m. hour, January 23rd, Tuesday morning, after traffic and weather. It's still cold with snow on the ground, but D.C. wants to focus on jobs. In the summer, I'm Nick Ainelli. Many veterans in active duty military have invisible wounds like PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and anxiety. Help Heal Veterans offers them medicine that doesn't come in a bottle. By providing free therapeutic craft kits, time-tested healing tools for invisible wounds that can help relieve pain and improve mobility and fine motor skills. HealVets.org. 
healing the invisible wounds of war through creativity. HealVets.org. Sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. Still ahead on WTOP. Prince George's hasn't seen growth where it's wanted. Here's how it might fix that. I'm John Dome. Good Tuesday morning, 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Over to Ken Berger this morning with us in the WTOP Traffic Zone. Thank you, Dean. One by one, the overnight roadwork zones are clearing. The latest one to go away is the one on the move to eastbound 66, east of 123. The left lane was blocked. Now it's open. Uh, pretty much no remaining work zones either side of 66. Outside the Beltway, though, we have reports that westbound 66 around the Roosevelt Bridge heading over to the Rosalind Tunnel. One day remaining closed because of the ongoing bridge work. You still have uh, the work zone going on Beltway out loop over by the Springfield Interchange with the left lane and the left shoulder remaining closed at the Bay Bridge. The eastbound span has been reopened. Two-way operations have ended on the westbound span. They have just reopened that center lane on the westbound span. So you've got two lanes going either directions at the Bay Bridge and, and uh, they have moved the construction barrels out of the way of that far left lane on the westbound span. So it shouldn't be too much longer until you've got all lanes open at the Bay Bridge. The work zone continues on northbound 295. This is the broken water main as you make the approach to Laurel Park Boulevard. That's US 1, actually, near Laurel Park Boulevard for broken water main. Right lane and right shoulder remain blocked in Montgomery County. 200 westbound prior to Lay Hill Road. Two left lanes remain blocked because of that work zone. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai, Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Higher and higher temperatures coming our way this week. Just got to deal with this cold morning. Temperatures in the 20s out there. Our mornings will not be nearly as cold for the rest of the week and even for the upcoming weekend. Now, there are some scattered clouds currently around the area, but no rain. Later today, our skies will turn mostly cloudy and there is a chance for an isolated shower. Temperatures will be rising into the lower and upper 40s. Better chance for scattered showers on Wednesday. you got areas of rain for Thursday in even Friday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now you're waking up to a chilly morning in the 4 a.m. hour. Tuesday morning, January 23rd, 24 in Manassas 31 Metro Center. We're looking at 26 degrees right now in Frederick, Maryland. We are at 29 now in our nation's capital. Coming right up this half hour. Well, Monumental Sports had to say to small business owners about the possible move of the Caps and Wizards to Virginia. I'm Mike Marilla. WTOP at 421. Good morning. The much-anticipated Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th. Auto manufacturers showcase their latest models. Indoor and outdoor ride-and-drives provide the ultimate automotive experience. And tailored pavilions with new features promise to deliver fresh and thrilling fun. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show, January 19th through 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com Beautiful morning You're with Dean Lane on WTOP Good Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Glad you're starting your day with us. 421 on WTOP. Welcome in this morning. This is WTOP News. Development locally in Prince George's County has not happened where leaders promised it would. And a strong need remains for housing that's affordable and transit that's accessible. In recent years, there's been a shift toward more development inside the Beltway and near metro stations where the county wants to see growth and away from neighborhoods that have already been built. But there hasn't been enough of a shift. It's important to ensure that we're incentivizing development 
to locate in centers as per your plan 2035 vision and policy so we can meet those goals. Tony Feltz is the chief of community planning in Prince George's County and he says the planning department might suggest making it easier to build and with increased density inside the beltway. And investigating reducing impact fees and target growth areas. Bigger impact fees and other disincentives could be linked to development away from the target areas. Some suggestions may need changes to state law though. John Dome in WTOP News. And despite the cold weather out there, this week's focus in D.C. is on summertime. The city starting accepting applications now for this year's summer jobs program. And residents between the ages of 14 and 24 are encouraged to apply online. D.C. Mayor Mariel Bowser says last year about 14,000 young people took part in the city's summer jobs program. And now the application window is open once again. It's time to get ready for summer. The program pairs thousands of young people with hundreds of employers so they can receive training and guidance. The idea is to help them develop positive work habits and skills that they can use to get a job in the future. In some cases, that exposure tells them exactly what they want to do when they grow up. And sometimes it shows them exactly what they don't want to do when they grow up. And both are valuable experiences. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. After that big announcement that the Caps and Wizards want to move to Alexandria, of Virginia, Monumental Sports is out listening to people who might be impacted by the project. And over plates of ribs this week, the small business community got a chance to ask some questions. Are you all going to come over here? <laughs> we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't our plan to come over to Virginia. That was a question from Skylar Kelly, owner of Bridge Coffee in Crystal City, to Jordan Silberman, who oversees all Monumentals properties. It is very important for me to know, yes, as a local business owner, but also as a resident of DMV, like, is this happening? Is this real? And then what are we going to do? Like, what's next? And, you know, so that I can start preparing. During a discussion with small business owners at Pork Barrel Barbecue in Alexandria, Silverman says they are listening, even to those who are against the project so far. We look at ourselves as we're moving into the neighborhood and we're going to be neighbors for the next 40 years. So we want to make sure that we're listening to people and, and understanding their concerns. In Alexandria, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC equals housing Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP Sports Time 425 and Mr. Steve Dresner with us this morning. We'll start with the NBA and a couple amazing performances for the second best performance in Minneapolis. Timberwolves' Carl Anthony Towns finished with 62 points and 8 rebounds. However, Charlotte came from behind to beat Minnesota 128-125. to Top performance of the evening goes to Philadelphia 